Coming to you from Music City, Nashville, Tennessee, this is the Quinn Spin. Hey now, and welcome once again, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, one and all, to a brand new edition of The Queen Spin. I'm your host, Quinn. At least that's how I'm known here on the program most of the time. I'm back here on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, YouTube, and more for another rousing and riveting installment of the official podcast. Of Underground Music Collective, you just heard Rebel 9's All I Become. That has been our opening theme song here at the Quinn Spin since the great year of 2014, and it will be until the very end of days. And I said most of the time, I'm known here as the Quinn. In the past 10 years, we've been here for 10 years, of course, here at the Quinn Spin since 2013. But with all that said, this is a Gerard episode. That's my real name. In case you didn't know, I'm going to break the fourth wall and just share what's on my mind. Because there's a lot on my mind in many wonderful contexts uh, lately. You know, I've had the chance to have a lot of opportunities for perspective lately. And just perspective on my own journey, first of all, super grateful to have been in the game 10 years, to have been hosting this show, building this platform for 10 years in one form or fashion or another. And that journey continues and it continues to evolve, take shape. We have so many opportunities, so many things coming up. We're announcing something really big at Underground Music Collective in particular on this Monday, May 1st, um, and details are coming on that as the day draws closer and then arrives. But I've also been reflecting in a greater life context as well. Speaking of reflection, uh, if you follow me on my personal social media, you'll know that April 15th, 2003, I became a cancer survivor on this past April 15th, just a couple weeks ago. I celebrated my 20th anniversary of being cancer-free. And for those who don't know the story, I'll just recap it real quick. I was diagnosed with a very malignant tumor in my left ring finger, which you'll notice is no longer there, on March 31st, 2003. 16 days later, on April 15th, the finger was amputated. My middle and pinky fingers were pinned closer together because I wanted to play some football. Needed to catch, couldn't have that gap there. And in between, there were a lot of tests, a lot of scans, a lot of doubt, a lot of second guessing, a lot of trips from northern New Jersey to Philadelphia, two hours one way if the traffic was decent. And without without question, it changed my life. And I remember I was 16, that 16-year-old kid. And there were definitely times where, you know, as we're going day to day through the tests, through the scans, it was very workmanlike. It was like, okay, what do we have to do? Where do we need to be? What scan is this? You know, like, you know, what's the next step? How do we get this over with so I can get back to playing football? I think there was definitely a part of me that didn't realize how serious the situation was. It was a situation where we were told chemo and radiation would not have worked. We had one shot and the shot was to take the finger take the margins, remove, reduce whatever possibility this had of coming back, right? There was also a side of me, though, that was very fearful, was frustrated, was angry at times. I remember one particular instance. It was five days after surgery where I really think the gravity of what had happened hit me. And it was after church. I went to church back in the day. 
and certainly at that point in my life, I was going every week. And I'm laying on the couch. It's Easter Sunday. It's five days after surgery. I'm just laying there. And all of a sudden, I just get stricken with this fear and this doubt and this thought of what if it comes back? It happened once. It can happen again. I mean, even still to this day, there's not really a day that goes by where I don't at least do a little once over just to make sure we're straight, you know. And I think back to that kid, that kid who needed answers, that kid who needed reassurance. And that was really a theme throughout my adolescence. You know, I struggled very much with self-confidence. I struggled very much socially, emotionally. There was a lot of bullying and there was definitely a lot of moments of me fighting back and bringing even more of it on myself, making it worse for myself, you know, being very reactive you know, having all this angst. And, you know, certainly a lot of that, you know, came to the surface when I was going through cancer, when I was going through recovery from that. But my saving grace was football. That was the thing that inspired me to get back to it, to overcome this. I remember the initial prognosis was 12 months of recovery. I, my hand was reconstructed. And I went to physical therapy religiously. I didn't take that prognosis as gospel and was able to knock that down from 12 to eight months, from eight to six months, from six all the way to four. Surgery was April 15th. On August 7th, I was cleared for full contact. And the whole experience through all the fear, through all the doubt, for all the highs and the lows of it, you know, ultimately the triumph over it. Taught me not to take this life, this gift, for granted, right? Taught me to appreciate the opportunities we have. And there have definitely been stumbles along the way, you know, moments, eras where I haven't fully appreciated this gift and what it is, right? I'm not perfect. I'm human. But I absolutely appreciate this gift now. And I appreciate the journey. You know, I appreciate the journey from there all the way through high school football, college, into semi-pro. I finally hung it up at 25 and I needed direction. And that direction eventually led me to start this show. Eventually led me to start building this underground music collective platform. And led me to this life that I never expected, that that 16-year-old kid never would have thought he could have. You know, this, this, this life where I get to wake up and do what I love every day. And I'm surrounded by so much loving energy every day. So much positive energy every day. My support system is the best it's ever been in my life. I am just filled with so many enriching opportunities. And I found another one of those to bring things full circle back into the athletic realm this past weekend. On Sunday, I'm waiting to pick up an order. I was trying to keep myself entertained. It was taking a while. And on Instagram, I'm scrolling Instagram and I see an ad Muscle and Fitness put out for this Mr. Health and Fitness competition. So I'm like, yeah, sure, what's this? I'm bored. Let's see what it is. Oh, okay, you know, got to fill out a couple pieces of information. Probably going to start getting marketing emails. I know the game. I send them myself. Upload a couple photos. Okay, here's this thirst trap from Instagram. Oh, this one will look pretty jacked. All right, well, there we go. Send it off. Let's see if they pick me. Well, they picked me. On Monday, I got an email saying that I've been hand-selected for... Mr. Health and Fitness 2023. And I think back to that 16-year-old kid. That 16-year-old kid 
without a social life, without a plan. Some teachers and guidance counselors would tell you without a hope for the future. I had a 1.9 GPA in high school. There was a lot of bullying. There was a lot of confidence issues, a lot of emotional issues. And certainly going through cancer and all the doubt and the swirl of emotions dealing with that, if you would have told that 16-year-old kid that he'd have this opportunity, that he'd be considered by Muscle and Fitness magazine for a two-page spread and a $20,000 cash prize if he makes it all the way to the end of this competition, he wouldn't believe you. You told anybody else back then, they all would have laughed in your face. That's not lost on me. I'm very appreciative to have this opportunity, not only for this contest, but for what it could mean for the platform. What it could mean for everything we're building here at Underground Music Collective, the Quinspin. What it could mean for the people around me who I strive to serve and who I want to bring with me should I ever get massively successful, right? The artists, the creatives in my community, sure. But my nieces and nephew who have their whole lives in front of them, who have so much potential and need to have that potential nourished, who need to know that they can do anything, they can be anything. So don't I need to prove that myself? Don't I need to prove that to myself? Don't I need to give this opportunity with Muscle and Fitness, this opportunity building Underground Music Collective, every opportunity coming our way, and we're going to be announcing a lot more very soon, don't I need to give every opportunity, everything I have, everything it deserves, Because there are tons of scenarios, cancer being among them, where I wouldn't be sitting here in front of you. If that tumor had spread anywhere, there would have never been a Quinn spin. I might not have made it to graduation. I'm here, 20 years later, building a platform, living my life. How could I not want to attack that with everything I have? How could I not want to use my story to lift other people up? And, you know, I think, too, that's always been something I've struggled with, right? I've never wanted to seem conceited, arrogant, narcissistic is the buzzword, right, that everyone uses nowadays. And there are definitely contexts where it should be used, and we've definitely discussed that here on the show. But I want to use my story to empower. I want to use my story to help other people, and this is an opportunity to do that. I want to win this thing. I want to win this thing, this competition for anybody who's ever been told no, for anybody who's ever been an underdog, for anybody who's struggled to believe in themselves. As cliche as that sounds, I've been there. For anyone who's ever been fearful and wondering what their next step is, I've been there. And I don't want anyone to feel that fear. And I know I can't save the world here but I want someone to hear this story. I want this opportunity to have this feature, to have this cash prize, to invest back in the platform, to make our platform stronger, to elevate the stories of other people, other creatives within this community, so that people who come across those stories can gain that perspective, can gain that input, can learn from the experiences of others and be like, you know what? Maybe I should try that thing I always wanted to try. Maybe I should go and do that thing I always wanted to do. Maybe I should stop caring so much about what other people think and lean into who I am and lean into what I've been put on earth to do because what's the point if I don't do that, right? What's the point of having this gift if I don't use it? 
And so that's what I'm trying to do, is I'm trying to use mine, and I need your help. Voting starts Monday, May 1st at 1 p.m. Eastern, 12 p.m. Central, 10 a.m. Pacific. The link's in my bio. It's going to be in the show's bio as well as the UMC Nashville bio here on Instagram. Please vote. Please vote. You get one free vote a day. If you feel so inclined, you can purchase more votes. I'm not allowed to do that, but you are to vote for your favorite contestant. Please vote. Please share. Share the contest updates. If you feel so inclined to make a video explaining why you're voting, I'll love you forever. (laughs) I, I would appreciate it very much. You know, whatever you can do, because this isn't just about me. This isn't just about winning a thing. You know, this isn't just about winning $20,000 and getting my name in lights. It's about what am I going to do with that? What impact am I going to have by having that platform? What impact is that going to have on this platform? And how can we then all grow and rise up together? That's the point. And I appreciate every single person who has shown their support so far, not only since I announced on social media that I'm a part of this contest, but who's shown their support over the years for the Quinn Spin, for UMC, for Gerard, when Gerard couldn't show the support for himself. It's been a long battle. And I'm so fortunate to be battling. And I can't wait to keep battling alongside all of you. So please, by all means, know that I appreciate you. Know that I appreciate your support in this and in other endeavors. And please, if it's in your heart, vote, share, follow the journey, because it's ours. And thank you for following the Quinn Spin. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, YouTube, and more. Also on Instagram, at Quinn Spin Official, two N's in Quinn, two N's in Spin. And also learn more about the show. At undergroundmusiccollective.com, our central hub for all things independent music, creativity, community, and more. UMC is on all the socials as well. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube. You can follow the UMC 20 playlist on Spotify. You get 20 fresh tracks every Tuesday, plus the latest episode or episodes of this very podcast. And then also follow at Nash Live Shows on Instagram. We've got one coming up here, a pop show in town at the East Room. Ports Like Vanna, James Cole, Natalia Taylor, $10 gets you in. 7 o'clock doors, 8 p.m. start, the East Room in Nashville, Nash Live, on Thursday, May 4th. Rebel Nights All I've Become going to take us out like it brought us in. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching this far. Grab some muffins on your way out.